0: What do season expectations look like for Jared Spurgeon, Alex Goligoski, Jonas Brodeen, Matt Dumba, John Merrill, and Dmitry Kulikov? We find out on today's episode of Locked on Wild. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into today's episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In today's bonus episode of Locked On Wild, we look at season expectations for the Wilds starting defensemen of Alex Goligoski, Jared Spurgeon. Jonas Brodeen, Matt Dumba, and Dmitry Kulikov and John Merrill. What can we expect to see from those line pairings? Can they exceed uh, some statistical projections for this season? And uh, are there any concerns for those six heading into the season? My name is Seth Topol, host of Locked on Wild, veteran of over 10 years of Minnesota sports coverage Including the last couple of seasons, covering exclusively your Minnesota Wild. Thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day. Technically, this would be your second episode today, as we are doing two a days all week. I got to get myself into shape for the season to start as well. So we will have bonus episodes all week as we continue our player expectations. Uh, as well as a ton of season preview content coming for you as well. So let's take a look at uh, what we can expect from the six players that will likely be uh, most involved with the Minnesota Wilds defense here this season. Uh, We will start off today by taking a look at the top pairing, Alex Goligoski and Jared Spurgeon. And as we have been doing with these player expectations uh, season previews, uh, we are trying to answer three questions. First question, what constitutes a successful season for each player? Uh, can those players beat their uh, season projections from a statistical standpoint? And are there any concerns heading into the season with each player uh, that we have gone through? And as, I mentioned, uh, as mentioned, we'll be going through uh, pretty much the entirety of the defense here today. Uh, we'll talk about the goalies as well as a couple of players that could make some noise uh, for the Wild heading into the season as well. Uh, potential call-ups. So that's uh, that's our plan here for this bonus episode. And we'll start it with the line on defense that will probably be the, uh, the top line and therefore expected to kind of set the tone for this Wild team. That, of course, uh, is Jared Spurgeon and... Alex Goligoski. Now we'll start with Jared Spurgeon, and uh, what does a successful season for Spurgeon look like? Well, <laughs> the nice thing about uh, being a fan of the Minnesota Wild is we've had a chance to see Spurgeon uh, over the last several seasons. Uh, just continue to elevate his play on an almost nightly basis, and. Uh, It's not a stretch to say that Spurgeon is maybe one of the most underrated defensemen in the entirety of the NHL because he just continues to, it seems like, slip under the radar uh, and uh, really just does uh, some great things that a lot of uh, us fans get to see, but not the rest of the, uh, the general NHL. So for Jared Spurgeon, a successful season for him, I think, just looks similar to uh, a lot of what we've seen from Jared over the course of his career. Now, I don't want that to sound like a cop-out answer, but uh, at the same time, uh, the Wild are going to need Spurgeon to help fill a little bit of the departure of Ryan Suter. So we will see a lot of Spurgeon this year, and it just comes down to him continuing to do the things that we see on a nightly basis, the uh, the poke checks, the fighting for the puck and just making life miserable for opposing players, if he continues to do that and uh, continues to really be, you know, the uh, the captain of this team, as it says on his jersey, if he continues to do that, this Wild team defensively is going to be able to really establish uh, a nice tone as they have um, over the last handful of years. And for Spurgeon, you know, he really does not have to do a lot from an offensive perspective because the Wild have. Uh, so many great options. Scoring, he's able to really focus on kind of staying back and uh, and helping this team out, uh, especially defensively. Uh, penalty kill. If Spurgeon can help turn that penalty kill unit uh, into uh, the top, you know, top ten to fifteen in the league. Doesn't have to be in the top five or anything. Uh, as long as this is in, say, the ten to fifteen range uh, on the penalty kill, then. It's going to be a very successful season for Spurgeon and uh, basically just leading by example and uh, continuing to be um, the uh, the captain of this team. If he does all of that and he continues to just be a force defensively, uh, this team is going to be very good once again uh, in defensive metrics. Now, projections for Spurgeon this year uh, includes potential for nine goals and uh, 34 points in 71 games. Um, Very slow start for Spurgeon uh, in this past season. Uh, It took him a long time to do anything uh, offensively. He finished with 25 points in 54 games, 7 goals, 18 assists. So he um, was able to put it together in the back half of the year. And so if he plays at that pace, then uh, I think there's no question that, uh, that Spurgeon could beat his uh, his metrics um, and, and could outpace his produ- uh, projections uh, on the offensive side of the puck. Um, but at the same time, you know, a, uh, a guy who gets a lot of blocks and, uh, and is out there really to help stop opposing defenses, not asked to do as much defensively. So I think right around that 25, 30 points is what you can expect from him um, on that back end. And, like I said, the Wild really don't need him to do a lot um, other than that. If Spurgeon does not meet uh, some of those uh, lofty standards that have been set, or if he starts to show signs of decline, that is really the only spot that I uh, have concern for Spurgeon. You know, he's getting uh, getting close to uh, the 30-year mark. Uh and so, um, if he just continues to uh, to churn and just do things to help this team win, uh then you know he's gonna be just fine, and I guess decline in play is really the only concern that I have for Spurgeon heading into this year, but I haven't seen anything um with the exception of the offensive anomaly last year. I haven't really seen anything to suggest that he is due for a decline, so top defenseman, really not any sort of uh, red flags for Spurgeon heading into the season. All right, let's move on to his uh, defensive partner, that being Alex Goligosky, the uh, biggest free agent signing for the Wild here this offseason, and a guy who it all boils down to is the replacement for Ryan Suter. So obviously the expectations, and I put this, in a similar way for, uh, I believe it was Freddie Goudreau, all we need Goligosky to really do is just make it so that we don't have points during the season where we say, boy, we really miss Ryan Suter. Like, we really need Suter on the power play or or any number of spots. If Golagoski can minimize the impact that is felt by the loss of Ryan Suter, that's going to be a tremendously successful season for him, and you know he—I think he brings a little more upside offensively uh, than what we have seen. Um, and yes, he did have a uh, a low point total this past season in Arizona, but <laughs> let's be honest, Arizona wasn't great. And so for him to come to a team that has a chance to uh, make it to the playoffs and to uh, you know, make some noise in the playoffs, you feel like that should energize him heading into the season. So for Golagoski, a successful season for him is one where we don't really ever have to utter the phrase, boy, do we miss Ryan Suter. Uh, Projection-wise, Golagoski expected for uh, four goals, 27 assists, 31 points. Um, in 77 games played, if he gets to 77 games played, that is going to help not feel the impact of Ryan Souter having uh, not been here. Because Sooner, for many things that he was, he was durable. And so if Goligosky can hit that mark himself, um, that further leads to that uh, that Golagoski was a, a great signing and uh, will help minimize that loss of uh, Ryan Souter on the defensive side of the puck. Uh, Concerns for Goligoski is if he looks, you know, out of place. If he makes us repeat that phrase that we uh, we really miss Suter, and if he just if he looks like a guy who is kind of on the decline, that's where the uh, potential problems could show up for him. So, again, just come in and fill that Suter role, Uh, play opposite of Jared Spurgeon, and uh, just help this team out defensively. And really, you couldn't ask for more from a guy uh, who is a Minnesota native and is uh, is coming from a team in the coyotes who have been near the bottom of the standings to come to a team that's expected to be near the top of the central division standings could definitely give him a boost and that uh, that makes it a perfect pairing between him and the wild as well. So that's a look at the top pairing for the uh, the wild and what to expect from them here this season. We will take a look at what to expect from Jonas Brodeen and Matt Dumba. That is next here on Locked on Wild. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all of that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called DirecTV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part? There is no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Continuing with today's episode of Locked on Wild. And again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. Although, as I mentioned uh, at the outset of the show, this is technically your second listen today because it is episode number two for today. Uh, so uh, second listen here, but still Locked on Wild, thank you for making it your first listen every day. Once you're done, make sure to check out the Cross Checks live NHL season preview show with uh, Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. It will be on the Locked on NHL YouTube channel from uh, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday, October 12th. Andrew and Mary tee up the new NHL season with a look at the key storylines around the league, featuring drop ins from our roster of local NHL hosts, fantasy insights from Locked On Fantasy Hockey's Scott Cullen, and award and Stanley Cup playoff predictions. That's all coming up on the special season preview show of the cross check on the Locked On NHL YouTube page. Let's take a look now at season projections for Jonas Brodeen and Matt Dumba. Now, this is uh, an intriguing one because we've got a couple of guys here uh, in Brodeen and Dumba who are uh, very much veterans on this wild roster and two guys kind of on opposite ends of the spectrum offensively. We saw Brodeen really add goal scoring to his repertoire uh, in uh, 2021. And uh, we saw Matt Dumba's offense struggle a little bit um, throughout the course of the season as Dumba finished with just six goals in 51 games. Now, by all accounts, Dumba has looked great through the preseason. So hopefully that is a sign that he will get that offense back. And that really is where it boils down for Dumba is uh, a successful season for Matt Dumba is one where we see him get some of that offensive confidence back and, and start to see him really put that piece of his game back together uh, along with his defense. With Ryan Suter departing this team, there's obviously a huge amount of minutes up for grabs, also with the loss of Ian Cole uh, headed to the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. A lot of minutes that are up for grabs for some of the top guys for the Wild, and so I think Dumba, a guy who could benefit from uh, an extra shift or two uh, during the course of the game, and if he can uh, play as, uh, as he has throughout his career, that's really going to help shore up that uh, that middle, middle line of defense uh, for this wild team. So for Dumba, a successful season this year, sees him pull the offense back into his game because if he is able to do that, he could see a lot of time on the wild power play because Suter's not there anymore. And uh, there's going to be some time up for grabs with that top power play unit that should be a dynamic one for the Wild this year. And even, even if it's not the top unit, that second unit will be critical as well. So if Dumba can get the offense back on track, uh, that's going to be a hugely successful part of his season this year. Fantasy projections-wise, Dumba expected for 10 goals and 24 assists in 77 games, so 34 points, which would be uh, a nice uptick from his projection last year. Um, I think it's definitely one that Dumba could exceed, as he has been a guy in the past that has been able to contribute double-digit goals uh, as well as high point totals for a defenseman. So if, uh, if he puts it together and the offense takes a step up, then I see no reason why he can't um, beat those projections for this year. The only concern really for Dumba has to do with the offense again is that if uh, his offense continues to further decline, then you are putting yourself in a position where maybe you have to look at um, offloading Dumba to try to free up some salary cap space after this season but if uh, if Dumba's able to play up to his uh, potential and up to his uh, level that he's been at in the past, then those concerns are are washed away, and uh, this team ends up doing just fine. But I would say that's probably the biggest area of concern for me is not on the defensive end, but just on the offense, continuing to regress and to slide. So if Dumba can put that back together and can uh, can have a nice, strong season on both sides of the ice, It's going to be uh, smooth sailing for him uh, for the next couple of years as well. Jonas Brodeen's 2021-2022 season projection uh, sees it uh, kind of come at a different spectrum. Obviously, Brodeen as well, one of the most uh, unsung defensemen in the league. Funny that the Wild have uh, two of those guys, isn't it? That uh, They got Spurgeon and Brodeen as well. Uh, Just an elite defenseman for this team and One that just never gets enough credit for the things that he does on the ice. And for Brodeen, we saw, interestingly, kind of an unlocking of his offensive skill set this year as well with nine goals. Uh, So for Brodeen, if he can kind of keep things at that level, in addition to providing the uh, the stellar defense that he is always known for, uh, that's going to be what I would consider a successful season for Brodeen this year is not having, to, uh, not having to do too much, just continuing to do what he has done, um, which I'm not, not trying to discredit what he's done is not a lot because he does a ton. So if he just continues to play at that level uh, this season for the Wild and adds uh, some of that offense that he provided this past season, then uh, we're due for another great Jonas Brodeen season uh, here this year. Projections-wise for Brodeen, there is uh, an expectation that he'll have uh, four goals, 19 assists, so 23 points, which is the exact same number that he had last year, just nine goals and 14 assists. So if the offense wasn't just a one-year fluke, uh, I don't see any reason why Brodeen can't beat those numbers and get into the 30-point uh, the threshold um, and really help this team out on the back ends. I see no reason why he can't exceed those numbers and put up even better numbers um, than that here this season. Really, the only area of concern that I have for Brodine is if he starts to show some signs of decline, which, again, we really have not seen anything that would suggest that he would, but if we start to see any sort of... uh, a loss in burst or, or any number of other things. If we start to see some decline from Brodine, that obviously is a huge red flag. Um, but I I don't believe that there will be anything like that this year. So it's more so just let's see more of the same of what we've seen from Jonas Brodine over the last handful of years. And again, the second line of defense is going to be real solid uh, for this wild team. And uh, another reason why they'll have one of the better defenses uh, again, in the NHL, as has been the case, again, for uh, the last several seasons as well. So that's kind of what I expect from uh, from Dumba and Brodeen. Really don't need either of them to rock the boat by any means or to really go above and beyond their performance level. It's just more so let's just see some of the same that we've seen from them uh, over the last couple of years. Consistency and uh, a nice, just even uh, even keel showing uh, from those two would be great. Uh, we will talk next about the biggest question mark uh, for this wilds third line of defense, with Dmitry Kulikov and John Merrill that is next here on locked on wild. This far built bar wants to help you celebrate freedom of choice. Did you know built bar has a full lineup of amazing flavors They include coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. For my money, raspberry is the best flavor, but if you're not sure where to start, just grab a mystery box and you'll get two each of those flavors. Not only are Built Bars amazing tasting, but they are very healthy as well. Each bar contains 17 to 18 grams of protein, ranges in calories from 130 to 180, Contains only 4 to 5 grams of sugar and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. So amazing tasting and amazingly healthy for you. What's not to like about a Built Bar? So head to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off of your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. And again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. Thank you for making this bonus episode your second listen of Locked on Wild here today. Uh, Continuing with our projections for the Wild's starting defense. And uh, we got a couple of guys who could uh, not necessarily make or break uh, the season for this Wild team, but um, we got a big unknown on the back end of this uh, this Wild defense, which will see us uh, put Dmitry Kulikov as well as John Merrill into the lineup uh, most likely to, uh, to fill those final two spots um, on defense. And if you look at their projection, both of them um, – not a whole lot of points for uh, for either Kulikov or Merrill. Uh, four assists for Kulikov, five assists for Merrill, and so really, I'm going to combine these two for the uh, the purposes of this final segment. All I want to see from these two guys is something similar to what we saw from the third line for the Wild last year, which is was Carson Soucy and Ian Cole. Neither of those guys really did anything to really you know jump off the page, but they were both incredibly consistent and very, very good at not being noticed, which you you talk about the flashy plays and uh, you know some of the stuff that we love to see as fans. But there's something to be said about a couple of guys who you just never mention because they're just always doing their job and they're not giving up you know, a bad turnover that leads to a two-on-one going the other way or taking bad penalties, things along that line. So for Merrill and Kulikov, and if Jordy Batten ends up being kind of a, a part of this third line as well, I can lump him into this too. For those three guys, if they don't do a whole lot in the way of standing out, but just continue to do their job on a, uh, a consistent level, night in and night out. The less we call their name, I think the better. And I think there's huge amounts of incentive for them to, uh, to do that because the more we have to call their name and we, we see mistakes you know, lead to, to odd man rushes or to goals, there's a guy sitting down in Iowa that is ready to step up and take one of their spots. If needed, that being Kalen Addison, he'd be ready to start tomorrow, if uh, if the Wild asked him to. And so, for Kulikov, for Jordy Ben, for John Merrill, whatever combination of those guys ends up being the uh, the third line for this Wild team, play your game, don't be noticed, and they will be able to give pretty much exactly what the third line gave uh, for the Wild. Last season. Now, Ian Cole left a lot of blocked shots to be filled, and so Kulikov, Merrill, one of those guys. Um, if somebody can step in and and fill the uh, the blocks, uh, the block shot department. That's uh, that's going to be a huge help for this Wild team. But again, we, we don't you don't need anything super flashy. You don't need like we don't need top level production from those guys. Just Fly under the radar, play your game, and don't be noticed just like any good offensive line in football. Just do your job and uh, protect the net, and everything will be just fine. Um, in terms of a uh, points projection, I mean, Cole had, what, eight points last year? Susie had a goal and 16, 17 assists, so not a whole lot in the way of points. And so I think there's a really good chance – that we don't see a lot of points from this third line defense uh here this season because again we really don't need them to do any of that just focus on defense do your job there and um we'll, we'll be we'll be just fine that being said concerns heading into the season for this third line yeah if we end up seeing bad play from this third line defense and Jordy Ben has not been particularly good um, from what I've seen of the preseason. Now there's a chance that, you know, there, there are a lot of elements in the preseason that lead to kind of misleading performances. You know, you're playing a team where they don't play any of their top six guys or you are trying defense combos or, or forward combinations that don't end up working. And so You know, people look at the box score and they see that you didn't score any goals. Well, we were plugging and playing pretty much every line that we threw out there. So some of it maybe could just be not being put in a good spot or the right spot. But at the same time, there is a huge potential that this third line ends up underachieving, underperforming, and leaning to some head-scratching moments and even some goals allowed um, by this wild team. And so I do have concerns about this third line heading into the season. And if they don't play up to their uh, level of play, if they don't play up to what we saw from the third line last year, that's going to be a problem. And that problem will be addressed by bringing Kalen Addison up to at least take care of half of that equation. Um, Beyond that, I mean, We could see mixing and matching of lines, trying to even things up and spread things out over three full lines of defense, or we just see more from the top two. There is legit concern, though, at least in my mind, about what to expect from this third-line defense. So if they blend in, do their job, and they don't get called on a lot, um, then I think we're going to be fine. If we hear their names on a, a consistent basis in a not great way, then we got some issues. So hopefully they're able to just kind of blend in and just give us very, very even keeled minutes for third line defense. And uh, I guess we'll just have to wait and see kind of what that looks like heading into this season. So that is today's episode. Again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day. Again, make sure to check out The Cross Checks live NHL season preview show coming tomorrow from uh, 5 to 6 p.m. Central Time. And uh, a lot of great content coming to help preview the season. That'll be over on the Locked On NHL YouTube channel. Andrew and Mary, uh, Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark tee up the new NHL season with a look at the key storylines around the league featuring drop-ins from our roster of local NHL hosts, Fantasy Insight from Lockdown Fantasy Hockey's Scott Cullen, and Award and Stanley Cup playoff predictions. So make sure to check that out, um, as well as Lockdown NHL, uh, leading up to the start of the season this week. And uh, make sure to check out uh, all of our content for Lockdown Wild on all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Got some great stuff coming up. Here uh, this week as the season gets started. And you can find new episodes of Lockdown Wild every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.